It's a good show. I'm Mitchell Froom, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. We're Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. Here in the studio, tempting fate. Here in the studio, putting questions to the songs that we will randomly select with our friend, Synchronicity. It's Radio 8 Ball, give us a share. questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, here at Starburns Industries on Monday, August 6th, 2018, with our musical guest, Britta Phillips. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Britta. Hi, thanks. Welcome back to to Radio 8 Ball. Yes, I'm back. You were here asking a question on the Louise Goffin episode, right? Yeah, I can't remember what I asked. Uh... I should have gone back and... Something to do with Me Too, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It was about having the... Like, yeah, it was it was around that issue. And it yeah. was about having the ability to to speak the truth, but also not get caught up in sort of... It was around the time of the Al Franken thing. So it was sort of like you would... I remember, yeah, you would just... You had sort of been raging about Me Too and you were sort of burned out on the rage factor and trying to figure out what was after the rage. Kind yes. Of. Yeah. I was all, yeah, I was in that vengeful state and then I was like, no, no, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not, it's not sustainable. No. Uh, but if, boy, the rage, <laughs> think of how, how rageful. Well, we'll get into all, yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll tap into some rage as we get through this. Uh, you're here to be the musical guest, though. You have eight songs on the board. You are accompanied by my good friend and sometimes collaborator and accompanist myself, Marshall Thompson. Welcome. Hello. Yes, thanks, Marshall. You're welcome. And now, would, would the two of you mind playing a little something while I read the, uh, the song titles? Okay. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the name of the song and then we would play that little bit of that. All right, let's, whatever you let's, want. Let's, play, uh, yeah. let's rehearse this intro to the daydream. That sounds good. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Song number one, Daydream. Song number two, Falling in Love. Song number three, One fine summer morning. Song number four, say goodnight. Song number five, luck or magic. Song number six, Ingrid, superstar. Song number seven, 
do it last. And song number eight. Out walking. be the oracle fodder for our musical divinations as we go through. We're going to take eight questions throughout the course of this show, six questions from friends of yours, from your musical and creative life, Britta, and one question from you. The last question of the show is going to be yours. You've already written it down. Yeah. Gather around, all you paper fetishists. Here's your favorite part of the show. Yummy. (laughs) And that will be answered by the last song on the board. Now, if you haven't tuned in to this before, the way we randomly select the songs is by either spinning the Wheel of Eight. If it lands on whatever number it lands on, we'll play that song off of Britta's list. If we start doubling up on numbers, we'll move on to the Radio 8 cards, and we will finish up with the Radio 8 coin, all branded tools of musical divination from Radio 8 Ball. So, uh, yes, so now we start off with my question. And as I was telling, I always the, the guest always seems to be surprised that they have a question, as Britta was. I know. <laughs> so I always just come right before they, they're about to go on. They're like, oh, my God, I had to come up with a question. And I always tell them I hate asking it, too. But it's uh, that's I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think if I think it is if you're listening to the show and you don't get to ask a question. You're thinking, oh, I wish I could ask a question on this. And then when you have to ask a question, because I think if when I listen to to this, I think, oh, I, this would be great. I can't wait to ask a question. Yeah. But then when I have to do it. Do you know what? It's a que- Coming up with a question from the void is difficult. I yeah. always feel like I've got, once somebody starts <laughs> talking, I've got questions. But just out of, you know, the black hole of silence, a yeah. question. Yeah. What? I don't know. Yeah. And I've been doing like I've done like five, four, like three, three shows in a, in the last week, and doing three shows this week, and so that's a lot of questions to ask. And this is, a, as I've told listeners, we're doing this in the middle of a Mercury retrograde. I don't know if you buy Mercury retrograde, but there's something going on because I've just I gotta tell you, I have had so many miscommunication, almost meltdowns throughout this whole week. Really, some of them have have actually been meltdowns, but I have like. I'll give you an example. So, we actually, we met at, in an online debate situation. So I was in an online debate situation with someone who, uh, well, I guess I wrote about it on the blog. So I'll say uh, we had a guest on the show. His name's Todd Lawrence. I really like him. He organizes the Harry Nilsson tribute shows. He and I have been in a lot of online debates, or sort of the kind of debates that have been going on within the Democratic Party between sort of establishment Democrats and progressives, Bernie Sanderites or whatever. I'm sort of I'm in the Bernie Sanders zone, and we had this we had these really intense debates, and he came on the show. And we had this really nice exchange, and then the next day, someone went off, was started going off on uh, Glenn Greenwald and Julian Assange, and I stepped up and was like, "You can't pick on journalists. This is like America. Even if you don't like what they're saying, they're journalists." And immediately after, he posted something that was like, "Oh, progressives with their heads in the sand," and. I only realized today as I've been thinking about going over, because we're still now where we've been arguing, we get, it's heated up the argument again. And I was just thinking, you know, he probably didn't type it right after me. He probably typed that right at the same time as me. Right. 
And and it was like this weird synchronicity set, like Mick set us up to fight. Right, right. And like the Mercury retrograde synchronicity set us up to fight. And that that kind of thing, I've had that happen with like in five different situations this week. And that's the only one where I feel like I really, where I put the hammer down, as they said in one of my favorite songs, Convoy. <laughs> I said, Pig Pen said to Rubber Duck, I'm about to put the hammer down. And I guess it's because it's politics and I feel right. like the stakes are higher. And I feel, and I, it was today as I was thinking about it. And we're still, even like right before I got here, we were still arguing online. And At least you're, I, nothing wrong with a good, clean fight, you know? I hope it is. It makes me feel really, it, it hurts my heart. It really oh. hurts my heart. And, uh, and, and now it's out there. I mean, this is, I've been talking about this and, and, and I, and I feel like if I could hear the tone of his voice, mm, mm-hmm. I would know that his heart was hurting, too. Because when he was on the show, I could feel that. But behind the, our screens and our typing and our passionate about, a passion about the things that we're advocating for, it just it gets, it gets hard. It gets, yeah. it gets the, that heart hurt can get, I don't know, I, I feel like he's being mean to me, and I'm sure he feels like I'm being mean to him. Right. And... And like I said, that so in one sense I feel really bad about that interaction, and in the other sense I feel really good about the fact that in like three or four other situations where the same kind of stuff was going down, I managed to hold my powder and realize it took a couple of days until the communication happened where I realized, oh, those three things happening in a row were really just synchronicities and coincidences designed to mess with my head and they weren't really evidence that someone was trying to mm, fuck me or whatever, like trying to do something, do me dirty, right. which is how it looked. Just like how this guy's post looked like he was being a hypocrite when in fact he was really just being, I don't know, being caught up in the same synchronistic Mercury retrograde web that I'm in and I don't know, I mean... I don't know if you're, you've been experiencing weird communication stuff this week, but I certainly have. And I should also say, I, I, I've been meaning to let listeners know, we're, we're doing two more, I'm recording two more episodes, this eight uh, musical divinations with you, Bretta, and then we're going to do eight with me as the musical guest and Matt Brousseau as the host in a couple days on August 8th, and that'll be one year of doing Radio 8 Ball as a daily podcast, and then we're going to... Take a, about a six-week break of putting stuff out so I can get a little bit ahead of the schedule because right now I'm recording them and putting them out really fast, which is part of what I think is leading to some sloppy communications and not being able to give the shows as much attention as I'd like. So for those of you who are listening, there are going to be 16 more daily podcasts, and then, then I'm going to take a couple of months, of like six weeks off, and my plan is to bring it back right around Election Day 2018. So we're going to take, a couple, take some time off to work on trying to take back our country. And then I hope we come back to celebrate that with uh, our musical guest, Sylvia Black, who will be our guest for the first episode coming back. And she was a guest on the Gabriel Gordon episode. So we'll be talking more about on, that on August 8th, but I don't want to just drop it on everyone. So, and again, maybe that shows up for you as like one of these synchronistic things like Andros why are you fucking with me you're taking the show off I just started following it well, let me tell you there's 316 of these out so far and by the time we're done there'll be almost 360 of them wow. so uh, there's plenty to go back I doubt you've listened to them all and if you have get in touch with me and I will hire you to work for Radio 8 Ball <laughs> probably I could use I could use some help so okay so that brings me to the to the question of this Mercury retrograde and I to be, to be honest, 
I don't exactly... I do know what it is. This is so weird. The one thing that's kept me sane... I, I keep saying to, to... Like, I was talking to my friend I was, who I had almost had a... I narrowly averted a difficult situation with this morning. And I, was, I kept telling her, you know, if it weren't for these dogs... I mean, I've been dog-sitting this last 10 days with for my friends who I stay with. And in the midst of me going crazy... Like, any time my energy got in, got crazy enough in my head, I could see it with the dogs. And it made me... I don't know, it just sort of checked me a little bit. And, like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it sounds like. But, like, just be, like having someone nice to pet and cuddle with and be... Like, they humanize me during this week this this last 10 days and i guess my question like i I can't the way i live and the place i live i couldn't have dogs i don't think it'd be weird for them and for me uh but i want to know how i can like i'm gonna be not with the dogs for the next two weeks of this mercury retrograde and visiting my family in massachusetts which you know family visits can be hairy Uh. so i want to like i want to know how i can how I can keep that grounding dog energy with me and be and continue to be humanized by uh, Rooster and uh, Ricky Lee. That's the names of the dogs, even though uh, I'm not around them. That's my question for the Pop Oracle. How can I mellow myself as much as these dogs have, been ma- have managed to be able to do in this hot, difficult week of doing Radio 8 Balls in the midst of a Mercury retrograde in the middle of a heat wave while the country's up going up in flames? So, now, to engage the Pop Oracle, to call upon that dog energy, I am going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 Wheel of Eight. Song number six. What's it say? Ingrid Superstar. That sounds like a dog's name. Mm, she was actually a, a factory uh, superstar. Mm. A Warhol factory. Oh, yeah. Tell me more. Um, yeah. Uh, well, about Ingrid? <laughs> I sort of meant in song. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll play the song. That, that will speak for her. Okay. Um, I hope I remember how this goes. One, two, three, four.
That was Ingrid Superstar. The answer to my question, how can I find that grounding dog energy (laughs) even when I don't got no dogs? (laughs) So now tell us a little about the background of that song, Britta. Well, I kind of just wrote that as a, uh, you can kind of tell, it's a stream of consciousness, Mm -hmm. sort of a little tone poem. Mm but it's funny, there's that one line that, that is uh, describing these boys running around, and, and I like the way you tease and throw me treats. So it's yeah. kind of singing from the perspective of a doggy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That song is a mystery to me a little bit. Um, yeah. So... Uh, as to how you can keep the uh, doggy energy. I have an idea. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Because I can see you. Like, yeah. Your responsibility isn't to, isn't to okay. do the interpretation. Okay, you good. can. You always can. But okay. all you ever have to do is tell yeah. us where your song came okay. from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Make that, it. I want to make it as... That one is... Yeah, it's... As, as someone who's preparing to be the musical guest on the show for the first time in yeah. my in my life... Uh, I realize now how stressful it is just getting thinking about getting the songs right, <laughs> having to do the interpretation. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you have, I, unless you do. But uh, but I have an idea, which was basically when you when you were saying that, saying give me treats. It was like, oh well, what if I, what if I treated myself? If I was as like I I think being around the dogs has made me have to be thoughtful and taking care of them. And I guess maybe the idea is to cultivate, is to maybe do a little bit of that own self self care on myself. Take myself for a walk, give myself treats. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. say good boy to me when I take a good dookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the things I say I do for the dogs. You know, make sure they're you know they're fed in the morning. Like just and also I think there's just probably something aside from all the stuff. I actually am able to take care of myself as a as a being. But yeah. I think there's just like a loving care that I give to them that I 
that is different. It brings mm-hmm. out something in me. I just think, you know, animals and kids and kids bring that out and adults yeah. that in a way that very, nothing else really does. Maybe like in those in that first flush of love with a new lover, there's That's some true. of that. But they keep you in the moment. Yeah. But even that is complex and the stakes are high. Whereas with kids and animals, the stakes are they're They're high, but they're not intense. Like the dogs, it, the stakes are really high for the dog in the moment, right. but they're not high for like they're, it's not six hours later being like. The way you gave me that treat made me feel like you didn't really want to. <laughs> There's no explaining. <laughs> yeah. There's like, just it's give me another mis- treat. I like that. Miscommunication. That's true. <laughs> so maybe simplify a little bit and, like, just come down to the treats. Maybe that's it. Like, something I'm in the treats, treats. about, like, it's going to be my birthday. Oh. Yeah. When? So on the 12th. I'm finishing this up, and I'm I'm having a milestone birthday. Yeah? Which mile? 50. All right. Yeah. I'm actually good. excited about it. Good, good. I've, one of the great frustrations in my life is that I felt like nobody is really, and people don't ta- haven't taken me as seriously as I want to be taken. So I feel like getting like at fifty, people like kind of have to treat you, yeah. a little bit more seriously. You've yeah. done a lot of things, and yeah, fifty is just like whoa. Yeah, you're fifty. Yeah, I'm over fifty now, so. I'm halfway to sixty. Right on. <laughs> oh, how's it? And what did you do for your? 50? I just turned fifty-five. Uh, for my, I have no idea. I can't remember. I think I just moved to. I must have just moved to Los Angeles yeah. on my fiftieth. Wait, you're not from Los Angeles? No, uh, I moved here from Brooklyn, like five, five. Uh, five and a half years. So your ago. whole music and acting and all your career—that's all you've been a New York-based actor, yeah. musician. Mm-hmm. But I'm staying in LA. I don't miss New York. Been there, done that. Thanks for listening to Radio Eight Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball.